What's going on, Bulls Nation? Welcome in to CHO Bulls Post Game. Coming to you live from our studios here in West Loop, downtown Chicago. I'm Pack. You can follow me on Twitter at Bulls underscore Pack. Joined by my guy, Big Dave. Bam! BAWL Sports. We saw Avery right. Johnson on the TV today. So, Avery, yes, young Avery Johnson. We had NBA TV on our side TV. Yes, it was the only thing saving me from There was watching, a young Avery Johnson being interviewed. Watching that Bow! ass that I got to sit there and look at. Yes. Uh, pal yeah. producer, Joseph Spathis on the controls. He's at Joey Spathis. We're CSJO underscore Bulls. Mm-hmm. Our guy, Will Goat, will join us from the UC later on tonight's postgame to get his thoughts uh, and updates from the postgame locker room. Bulls. Mm. Not quite. In case you missed it in pregame, I was saying... These Raptors, who are bad, have lost nine out of ten. Yeah, shorthanded. Yeah, win Bulls by twenty or thirty. Yes. cruise into the fourth quarter. Mm-hmm. Rest your key guys fourth quarter minutes mm-hmm. on the front end of a back to back. Dave, you said, and eh, no, if so, great. Yeah. Just win. Just win. Couldn't handle what I was asking Mm-mm. of them. Couldn't handle what you were asking of them. The barest of minimum. And they fall to the Raptors 118 to 107. <sighs> that that elusive climb to a 500 record still keeping the Bulls firmly in the friend zone, Dave. Just saying, you know what? Not going to happen. Not going to happen. I, Raptors, Hornets, perfect, perfect I opportunity just, to get to one game beneath 500. Nah, Bulls blow it because they go field goal drought for the final seven minutes and change of the fourth quarter. Hell, at home! You're at home! I'm not even mad. It's amazing. What an ass second half that was. And we were watching it, and we're sitting there with Jake. Shout out to Jake. When we're sitting there watching it, and all I'm saying is, nope, the third quarters, you know, they, they give up third quarters really, really bad. You know, usually good teams, third quarters, you come out and you dominate and you whoop ass and you do your thing. But the Bulls get trash in the third quarter. So, wow, they started taking that lead in the second quarter. I didn't get excited. I, I didn't get anything because I'm like, no, nope, the third quarter is still coming. If they do this in the third, then okay. They started off running and you know they came out looking a little aggressive and then they remembered oh no it's the third quarter guys not the second the third quarter we're supposed to be ass same shit as sunday man yay double digit lead at halftime yay lose the third quarter by double digits and be ass and they went on and continued it into the fourth quarter and said, how about we do something new and we just don't score for a long ass time we don't hit a field goal. We just give the ball to DeMar DeRozan because that's his own team. He's the only one that looks like he want to play. And DeMar goes out there, gets a dunk, and gets it like, guys, you really want to play? And they said, nah, nah, you got it. We're cool. We don't want to do that shit. And they went out there and proceeded, Matt, to make some of the most bonehead turnovers I've seen them make all year long. All of it in the second half. How many turnovers they finished with? It had to be close to 20. Bulls many- finished with 20. <laughs> 20 here's against the, the Raptors. Here, here's the thing, though. The Raptors uh, also turned the ball over 20 times tonight. Yeah. But they doubled up the Bulls in points off turnovers yeah. 30 to 14. Correct. Because part of the Bulls turning the ball over happened when they were in transition because yep. the Raptors turned the ball over. And the Bulls couldn't run a fast break. How about when the Raptors were four on five against the Bulls and still scored? Got, got that elusive shorthanded goal. <laughs> they scored a three, I mean, and it was a three. They scored. They were four on five. 
Went down there and scored a pillar a of championship Blackhawks hockey from 2010 to 2015. The shorthanded yes. goal. Oh my god! The man. Bulls. The Bulls were, were getting worse. This was ass, bro. Like we'll get into the individual uh, ass <laughs> in, in a minute, but as a team, this was just pure D ass, and it's just completely unacceptable. I mean, like to go that long without scoring in the NBA is bad. To do it in the fourth quarter is even worse. To do it against a Raptors team. Makes it is just even just a trifecta of trash. Like it was just truly, truly bad. They couldn't dribble. They couldn't shoot. They couldn't hit layups. How many layups did we see them miss tonight, man? Forget the three pointers. They couldn't hold on the ball and make layups out there tonight, man. All of it in the second half, hitting the side of the rim, throwing up air balls. Some of the worst shots I've seen them take happen in this game. Javon, I'm looking at you. Vooch, I'm looking at you. It was a lot of shitty basketball being played tonight by the Bulls, and it all happened in that second half. I don't know what's going on at the halftime, how it goes down. Do they eat a full-course meal? I don't know how it goes down in the second half in that locker room, but when they come out for that third quarter, they don't look ready to play basketball. This was an awful loss against a team that they did not need to be losing to. Awful. Just, awful! I mean, and like, I, I people probably have their uh, opinions and preferences in the comments. By the way, thank you, I, everybody, for hanging out with us. Hit that thumbs up if you're watching on YouTube. We'll get to as many of y'all's comments as we can. Uh, a lot of people pointing the blame at Billy tonight, and I'm not here to defend Billy Donovan tonight. Some, sometimes I'm here to defend Billy from criticisms that are just wildly off base. Yeah. And uh, I see Chase and Ashland saying, coaching, 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 uh, saying he and CEO saying, sometimes people are wrong to criticize Billy. Then there's this game got awful. Okay. To your point, the, the third quarter thing is becoming more and more of a gross problem. And you got to assume that that is to do with a, a lack of Billy getting the upper hand and maintaining it through halftime. Mm -hmm. But also, just was Billy the one committing turnovers? Right. On And I think it was maybe Jeff in our pregame who said, hey, like, let's work on some solid entry passes tonight. He did. Was Billy the one giving trash-ass entry passes tonight? Was Billy the one committing dumbass turnovers in transition tonight? No. But you and I agree, and we have a bone to pick tonight with Billy. Yeah. And that it is, where the hell were Kobe and Caruso in the fourth quarter when that shit started going to shit? Yeah. Yeah. Because, okay, DeMar had that amazing, oh my God, turn back the clock, DeMar dunk mm -hmm. that made it 104 100. The Bulls climbing back. Time out. And you're like, okay, mm -hmm. okay, DeMar, hero time. We'll yep. see. And by the way, that was the last field goal the Bulls scored tonight. The last. But that was at seven, uh, seven minutes, 11 seconds. Mm -hmm. It wasn't until four yes. minutes yes. that Kobe and Crusoe finally checked back in. Oh, and it was because of a Raptors turnover. Right. <laughs> and we, we did see, like, you asked me, you're like, where the hell is Kobe? <laughs> and at that point, he was walking to the scorer's table. Yeah. But it was one of those instances, and there are several, I think, this season, where you and I have both had a gripe with Billy waiting too long yes. to make the next right sub. Yeah. Yeah. Like... And it was evident in this one because you needed those guys out there. You have to feel the game, you know? And I know Billy knows this. He's a goddamn NBA coach. He knows what this means. But you had to feel that momentum. Okay, we got us back to four after playing like crap. All right, timeout is taken. Time to get our guys back in. Let's go. When they walked in and they walked in with the same lineup, 
of Julian Phillips out there with them. Nothing against Julian, but it's the fourth quarter and it's money time and we need to win. I need my shooters. I need my guys out there, my skilled players on both ends of the floor. He brings the same lineup back out there and proceeds to leave them out there and then did what I told you I complained about last time when he wouldn't take those guys out. Calls the, t- the timeout happens, and then when the play starts, then he brings them off the bench. Makes no damn sense to me why he does this shit, but he continues to do this shit. It was way more evident in this one because you needed those guys out there. And once the Raptors realized them dudes weren't out there, the run really started kicking off. And I promise you, if they didn't turn that ball over, I don't know when they would have got back into that game. You know what I'm saying? Like, it would have to been the Bulls calling the timeout to get them back into the game. By the time they get back into the game, they can't hit anything after that point because momentum is gone. Mm-hmm. It's finished. It's done, man. And, again, I, it's, I'm not putting this all on Bill. We're just pointing out what the hell we think he did wrong right. in this game. That's all. But that was just a travesty of coaching right there. You Correct. can't do that shit, man. Your and best guys have to be on the floor in the fourth quarter in those opportunities. Uh, Joshua Simmons in the comments saying, move tomorrow off ball once you see those double teams. And th- that's another gripe I oh, have God. with coaching tonight. Like, yeah. Okay, yeah. There, there's the it goes well, king in the fourth tomorrow. And then there's the, oh, crap. They're just sending doubles and traps at DeMar all yeah. the time down the floor now, especially when Kobe was off the floor and it was yeah. just DeMar out there with a bunch of trash. And that that is just like, okay, yes, the Raptors traded away OG Ananobi. Yes, they traded away Pascal. It doesn't matter. Everyone that's still in Toronto, everyone that will ever be in Toronto from now until the earth burns to a crisp will be ridiculously long. Yep. And the bull, like part of the turnover problem tonight was – Hands in passing lanes and traps yes, yes. from these long Raptors defenders. Yes. And it's just like, okay, I get it. The Bulls are shorthanded. Billy is shorthanded with his options. Mm-hmm. You don't have many. True. And most of them are undersized. Yes. You have Vooch. You have Drummond. You have a rookie second round pick in, in Julian Phillips. And then you got a bunch of guards. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. Those are Billy's options right now. Correct. And their offense just grinded to a halt mm-hmm. because of what the Raptors were throwing at them. Yeah, like, again, you're a bigger team. You know, you're obviously out there. You can disrupt what you want to do as a team. Usually when you have those guards, you can be a shooting team. We all know the Bulls can't do that. And especially, like I said, in that second half, everything kind of changes for them. So when you have just a guard-oriented squad, you have to be a team that, that's in transition that can get turnovers by steals, you know what I mean, and get uh, some solid shots, like a three-point shot or something like that. The Bulls were okay in transition, okay, tonight. They were okay. The problem was some of those transition plays, they would turn it over. They were just turning over. There was an eight-second violation out of a timeout. I was about to say that. Yes, Matt. How? Yes. How? Out of a timeout. How is that a thing? How? That's, that's like John Fox challenging a play and then having it be a Bears turnover. Oh, my God. When the initial call right. on the field was not as bad as right. that. Right, right, Then the next play, turnover. Yes, that's exactly what that was. A eight, and an eight-second call, that's the worst of them, is getting an eight-second call, man. Out of a timeout. Better, better or worse than a 10-second free throw violation? <laughs> you see Giannis got called with one of those? He did. Time? I'm going to say worse. Yeah, I think it is worse. I think it's worse. It's worse. Because it came out of a timeout. So I'm called to play in the timeout. Okay, guys, let's get up the court. Okay, any day now. <laughs> okay, come on, guys. You know the depth. God damn. <laughs> you stink. It was bad, man. And that part, those things I'm not going to put on Billy. 
because you got to get the ball up the floor. He can't dribble the ball for you, okay? Yeah. And the ball's in your point guard's hands. Like, I, I can't put that on Billy. But those other things, not having the right players in when they need to be, is something that he has been consistently doing this year that's really bothered me. Mm-hmm. Not having the guys in when I think he should have them in. And, the again, it's the feel of it, y'all. Y'all felt it. You felt the comeback coming on. You got to get your guys back in the game right at that point for that feeling. When he got them back in too late, the damage was already done, and the scoring drought continued on and on and on. Seven minutes without scoring a field goal in an NBA game? Ass. Pure D, grade A, 100% American ass. That's what that is. Uh, Brian Ram is in the comments saying, DeFrozen turned the ball over a lot. Alex saying, why, why do we let DeMar bring the ball up the court in the fourth? We should have put the ball in Io or Kobe's hands. Um, yeah. Io also had some turnover issues tonight. Demar, oh, yes. Demar finished with five of the uh-huh. most twenty turnovers. Uh-huh. Io had four. Oh. Kobe had one. Ooh. Like it was not a great Kobe night tonight. He looked a little disengaged. I think I saw somebody else in the comments mentioning that Kobe looks kind of lifeless tonight. Mm. Kobe five of ten from the field, so he mm. only took ten shots. Did dish out six assists. Finished with thirteen points, but only one turnover. Tonight is a night where, you know, in, in a few times in in past games. Bulls fans slipping out about Kobe not having the ball in his hands down the stretch compared to what happened. And I said, it, like, I, I didn't see that as a huge – tonight, yeah. Why? DeMar was turning the ball over like crazy. Io was having a tough night protecting the ball. Mm-hmm. Kobe wasn't. Kobe got into the weeds a few times in the paint and, you know, didn't quite know where he was going to go. Yeah. And then did his new fa- newfound Kobe magic where he found a place to go. Yes. I, I do not understand – just not handing the ball to Kobe in the fourth quarter tonight, especially as that field goal drought grew by another possession and another possession Mm -hmm. and another possession. You know what else bothers me about this? And this is another thing that bothers me about Billy. Yes. Well, yeah. But Billy knows when they play the Raptors, and because the Raptors are one of the few teams that always do this and have done this since Lonzo was playing. Mm -hmm. When it's the fourth quarter and DeMar DeRozan is in the game and he has the ball, they are double-teaming him mm-hmm. immediately. Mm-hmm. As soon as he walks past half court, they're double-teaming him. That happened under Nick Nurse, and it's happening now. That has not changed by any stretch of the imagination. They do it all the time. How do I know this? And and we have done nothing about this. Pimpin' since been pimpin' since been pimpin' since been And we, we thought we got over this by like, hey, get the ball to Vooch in the middle of the floor, and we'll do it that way. We thought that was the case. It's like, the, it's like they completely forget it every time. Like, oh, my God, they're double-teaming him. What do we do? We're not prepared for this. Years! This has been happening years. The Raptors, I promise you, are one of the few teams that do it. Every time he got the ball and he's bringing it up and he crosses that half court, here comes the double-team. Get the ball out of his hands and then get him the ball. You could do it like that. Get him to his position and then get it to him. And I'm sure whatever whatever's going to happen, they're going to send a double team, obviously, in that fourth quarter. Whether he gets in on the post, top of the key, whatever. My point is, you know that shit is coming because they do it all the damn time. So a play must be drawn up to go ahead and counter that. It's a double team. It's, it's not the in defense. It's like, oh, my God, a double team. We can't get by this. We can't do anything about this anymore, guys. They got us. They figured it out. It's the most impenetrable defense in the history of the world. We can't do anything. Turnover. Turnover. Oh, my God. It's frustrating as hell. 
because it's been going on for years. That's frustrating as hell. Uh, plenty of people, speaking of those, you know, fail entry passes to Vooch. B. Thompson, 345 in the comments, said, pick and pop with Vooch, clearly not working. Allows the ball to be swung for open shots, but for it to work, Vooch needs to hit open shots. His percentage shows it wasn't working. What was he, six, uh, one for six tonight? A.S. Uh, Vooch was two of five from downtown tonight. A.S. Best he's had in a while, which is saying something. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, shout out to our guy, Jelly, who said, I appreciate Io attempting facilitation with Vooch, but I'm ready for it to stop. I have more faith in Io posting up than I do Vooch. Mm. Um, I think somebody else mentioned... Uh, <laughs> Jelly Matt- also said I had to go shower after the game to wash the disgust off. Well, sure. Yeah, <laughs> that. Uh, that Matty Legend said Io has to stop bounce passing to the bigs in the post when they have an advantage. Two turnovers in the hill of that happen. Yeah. So, I mean, the entry passes, not great tonight. Yeah. Also, Vooch. Oh, God. Spe- speak, oh, speaking of people who God. I sometimes defend yes. to the rest of Bulls Nation yes. who are given maybe a larger share of criticism than they deserve on a day-to-day basis, on a game-to-game basis. Mm-hmm. Billy should get all the criticism he gets for tonight. Sure. So should Vooch. All of it. My God. Oh, my goodness. We sat here in pregame and said, hey, last time it was Bulls Raptors. Nay, two weeks ago. Nay! These same Raptors <laughs> that had traded Siakam, traded Ananobi, and were missing Jakob Pertle and other key pieces. Mm-hmm. Vooch eight. Yep. 24, 14, and seven. Yum, 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 yum. We were like, great. Go do it again, Vooch. Right. You, you don't have the upper hand <laughs> most nights <laughs> on your 20 mil a year, but go take care of business against this joke of a Raptors team. Yeah. With no Siakam, no Jakob Pertle, mm-hmm. no nobody, no, no nothing. Nobody, nothing. What the hell was that? No. Every other time Vooch touched the ball, I was rolling the <laughs> eyes out the back of my goddamn head. And then I would pick them up Dude. along with mine that also fell on the floor because of the frustration watching that crap turd soup as Ben Bending turd soup. Turd soup. Hey, that was for you, Bending. Oh my God. And not only was Vooch just complete trash, the person he was guarding was whooping his ass. Thad Young. Dude. Thad Young only by name. Nothing but <laughs> nothing but love yes. to our old friend Thad Young. Yes. You can't get worked by 86-year-old <laughs> Thad Young. 16, 6, and 6 for Thad Young. That's what he did against Vooch. 16, 6, and 6. Obviously, some of those plays, Vooch wasn't on him. We get that. I'm just talking about both of them were the centers, all right? <laughs> and one center who's not a center. <laughs> Outperformed you. He outperformed you. That's the bottom line of it. He outperformed Vooch. Vooch was, and again, Vooch was cooking in that first half, wasn't he? Mm-hmm. Couple of three point shots going mm-hmm. in and everything like that. Like, mm-hmm. oh, snap. Vooch finished 14 points, nine rebounds, three assists, two steals, and a block. Compared but to. But I, b- I believe he had nine of those uh, 14 at half. Good God. Compared to the 16.6 rebounds and six assists by Thad Young, who shot 61% from the field, because it compared to Vooch's 45%. The dude would make these real, and, and Stacey King had me quoting him watching Vooch. Million dollar move, 10 cent shot. We saw a lot of that. that you make that uh, right move, that spin move. That, that spin move in the fourth. And then said, if he drops that in and it's a it's a three, it's yep. an and one, yep. I think that would have cut the Raptors lead to six. Yeah. Instead, you know, he goes to the free throw line, he makes his free throws, but 
still a seven point game. Yep. And then, you know, and I, like the momentum of that being an and one instead of just two free throws. Correct. That could have shifted things as well. Minus 11 was Vooch, plus 15 was Thad Young. My God. <laughs> like, this is what I'm talking about. Thad Young cannot come up in here and work you like this. He said, that should never be the case. At least you should match him offensively. And you just could not do that. It was bad watching Vooch play, man. It really was. And it was just even more frustrating. It just brought more frustration to me because mm-hmm. a lot of that shit was layups mm-hmm. that he was missing. He would make the move, go up, couldn't, couldn't make the layup, and then couldn't get the rebound either after the missed layup because he was the tallest person but couldn't get the yeah. rebound. That is and, frustrating, man. And on the other end, you know, usually this season, even if the Bulls aren't winning the three-point battle regularly, and we know they aren't, they're winning points in the paint more nights than not. Right. It was close, but Raptors got the edge points in the paint tonight, 48 to 46. And I feel like so many of those Raptors layups were just like, come on in. Yeah, you got it. Come on and in. The Raptors did their best to try to give the Bulls this game oh my in that fourth quarter. They made just as many bad turnovers. They threw the ball away. They were just throwing it. Remember when they just threw it to the ref? They, yep. It's like, here you go. Threw, oh, you're not threw it team? to a fan in a white Caruso jersey. <laughs> the Raptors were wearing road whites. They were like, yeah. oh, sorry. They were, they were trying to do the Bulls' favorites tonight. And, but the Bulls said, nah, you got it. It's on you. You guys have this. We don't want yeah. this victory. Uh, oh, Connor said loss. in the comments, it was fun up until the Raptors got to the, oh, these guys can't stay in front of us and have zero rim protection. Yep. Part of the game. Yeah, exactly. Uh, South Garcon, meanwhile, saying, please don't let the overall narrative get past. The starters are gassed from all these minutes. Um, yeah, DeRose, I was like, in pregame, can we get some rest for Kobe and DeMar in this four quarter, fourth quarter tonight? No. DeMar, 42. Kobe, 35. Io, 39. Caruso, only 33. But, like, 33 is the high end of what Billy has said he's comfortable playing Caruso. Yeah. And I saw a tweet from our guy, the GOAT, leading into tonight's game saying Caruso has played between 30 and 35 each of the last three games. Yeah. So, like, everyone is getting heavy minutes. However, Garcon, I will push back a little bit on the overall narrative getting passed over because it's not Billy playing his key guys too many minutes. Yeah, it's not that. It's not. Are you ready for it? Talk to me. Are you ready for the most important narrative? Uh Uh-oh. This ain't it, AK. Oh, here he is. This ain't it, Eversley. Can't get to 500. Why is he Trade deadlines a week from Thursday. (laughs) What the hell are you doing? What the hell are we doing? Let's go to another play-in tournament. This ain't it. Make some trades. Think about the future. What are we doing here? God, I'm sick of this shit. That is the real story. (laughs) What's the real story, Matt? This team ain't it. There it is. That's how you feel. You can make a play-in tournament without some of these people on your team. I think that's my part of it. Yeah, I don't mind. T- I don't True. mind getting if, rid if of some of these guys. If that still matters so much to them, oh, that matters. we must make the precious play-in tournament. Postseason play matters. Then You'll make, never give me the green Then make on some that. trades that are steering more towards next season and beyond than the back half of this one. Yeah. And you could still probably crawl your way to a play-in, your precious play-in tournament, because everything beneath you in the East right now is even more laughable junk than y'all are. This is true. And y'all are laughable junk. Much more laughable than us. 
but you can trade some of this that you have. The guys that we mentioned Thanks, that Joe. you can get rid of. You can definitely trade some of them and still make this postseason, which I will tell you forever is always going to be important. Guys, your young guys, especially if you're building around, getting them to the postseason is freaking important in their growth and their development as basketball players. That shit is important. But I don't care about – you're not going to go to, a, obviously, a second round. You're not going to go to a third. We're not out here – at least I ain't advocating that shit. But you will never hear me not advocating for them to get to that postseason. Go. Absolutely. You, you will get growth with the young guys that you have. Kobe, Io, Pat, his boy Julian, all that shit will help. Those guys, as they continue on, as they're try, obviously trying to build a culture that says our baseline is we at least make the playoffs every year. Just like the freaking Miami Heat. That's all that is right there. It's the same ideology. We make the playoffs, period, point blank. That's it. We go to the playoffs. That's the baseline of it. Everything else is up here. You can still do that without some of what you have on this team while still improving for the future. You can still do both. You don't have to just say, oh, man, we're getting rid of him. We're done. No. No. Have you seen the East? <laughs> Absolutely not. You can still be a team that gets to that postseason while you still get assets. It is a thing that you can still do. You can do both as a Chicago Bulls organization. You don't have to just go all in and push the pedal to the metal with what you have right now. You can get rid of some of that, obtain some assets back, and still have your young guys grow from what you do in the postseason. It's still a damn thing, man. Uh, Dave Connor in the comments said, does Big Dave want to throw a hat? I feel like it would oh, help. You want to throw a hat? Thank you, Connor. You throw yeah, a hat? I'll throw one. It always helps. It, oh! <laughs> that went right across the camera angle. I love it. I'm going to go. I'm going to underhand that one right there. It feels good. Uh, Oh. Yeah. Feels good. You can still do it. It's just, I think that's just my whole point. Because this is what me and Matt, we're on the same page, but we're not. But we're saying the same thing, but we're not. Matt doesn't care about the, clearly, he don't give a damn. He don't care about going. He's like, trade them all, get rid of it, start over, do that shit. I'm like, trade them, but you can still do this. <laughs> you can still actually get to a well, postseason because your shit ain't good with what you're going against. You can still get these guys some experience in the postseason. And, and look, okay, again, the Raptors, not the most formidable of opponents, but when the Bulls went on that run uh, in the end of, uh, final minutes of the first quarter to yeah. take that lead into the second quarter, they went on a 10-0 run. Yeah. You know the players responsible for that 10-0 run? Tell them. Because it was I.O., Dalen mm -hmm. and Julian. Mm -hmm. They mm -hmm. made a 10-0 Bulls run. Yeah. Give me, give me that. Yeah. Give me that as the focus. Now and for in perpetuity, the future. I have no problem with Between that. now and February 8th, yeah. make that the focus for the love of God. You can still do this. Because guess what? None of us are having fun going to and losing the play-in tournament until we're all rotting six feet under. Does that sound like fun to anyone? Because I'm fucking miserable. <laughs> Let's take our first ad break. Joe, uh, you scared on that, Joe? Did he frighten you? Yeah, okay. <laughs> Joey, Joey got, got a lot of love in the comments for shagging all the hats because I threw them all at once. Uh, hit that thumbs up while we're hanging out with our, uh, our sponsors. If you're watching on YouTube, you know what to do. We appreciate the likes. Helps us out a lot. Make sure you also subscribe to that CHO Sports YouTube channel. Big Dave, what do we have? 
We want to talk comment. Oh, yes, please. That will cheer us up, man. Take my mind off the bulls. Oh, God, yes. Put my mind on comment. Comment, Matt, because it's getting easier, sir, for businesses to switch to electric vehicles. I know many people know that, but I got to tell you, that's something we can all get behind for the health of the planet and for the well-being of all of us who share it. That's right, Dave. The electric grid is evolving to meet your cleaner energy needs as we all move with confidence towards an electric tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Whether you have one delivery van, Lisa, like we know our guy Joe does, mm-hmm. or a whole fleet of shipping trucks, George, like George Sr., ComEd can help guide you to make the changes that make sense. So what should business owners do, Matthew Peck? It's a fair and easily answerable question. Oh, man. two of my favorites. Go to comment.com slash clean mm. to learn more about the resources, fleet rebates, and infrastructure incentives available to help businesses go electric. If you own a business, one, kudos. Good for you. Shout out. That's awesome. Two, don't wait. Start making your plan today to switch to electric vehicles. Good for business. Good for the planet. Mm. Good for all of us. Go to comment.com slash clean. Did you say comment.com slash clean? That's right, Dave. Comment.com slash clean. Go now and see how going electric connects us to a better way of doing business and a better future for generations to come. Mm. The Julian Phillips generation. Mm. Always calms me down. He's my special boy. You know what? When you're taking that electric vehicle for that ride. You should drive it all the way over to the Midtown Athletic Club. Oh, yes, sir. Park it, go inside, and have the time of your life. They got something for everyone. And when I say everyone, everyone. All right? Four awesome locations. Palatine in the northwest suburbs, Bannockburn in the north shore, Willowbrook in the southwest suburbs, and the Midtown Athletic Club and Hotel in the middle of Bucktown and Lincoln Park. It is Matt Peck's sister approved. It is Greg Braggs approved. Shout out to the Braggs family. Midtown Palatine has also launched a multi-million dollar transformation of the club, which will be complete early this year. And because of that, Midtown is offering no initiation fees this January at their Bannockburn, Palatine, and Willowbrook location, guys. End of the month is, is here, but you still got time to save yourself some money and make yourself look amazing and have some fries. And a smoothie and hang out. Because this is not just a gym. This is an athletic club, y'all. All All right? Not just gym quality stuff. Boutique quality is what they have. 100, or should I say more than 100 classes per week included in your membership. You want some yoga? Some boxing? Some spinning cycling? Some cross training? Some group exercises? Some high intensity (laughs) interval training? Guess what? All of that they have included on top of having the basketball court, on top of having those luxe wet and dry saunas and premium amenities in that locker room that is just awesome. And not just luxe, I said it wrong, super luxe, all right? I just want to make sure you understand where you're going to be at, okay? The amazing indoor and outdoor hot tubs and pools, and of course, the Carmen Hogue approved tennis courts, y'all. Professional quality, all the way. Paddle, t- paddle tennis, pickleball, all of it. Indoor, outdoor, they got you covered, man. You don't need to be nowhere else. This is exactly where you need to be. Midtown, again, is offering no initiation fees this January at those Bannockburn, Palatine, and Willowbrook locations, y'all. So head over to midtown.com slash C-H-G-O. That's midtown.com slash 
C-H-G-O. Find out more and to tour the Midtown Athletic Club nearest you because it's the Midtown Athletic Club. Sweat it out. Sweat it out. Get it out your system. <laughs> it don't belong there. <laughs> and Midtown will help you get it out. Help uh, me with these bulls, Midtown Athletic Club. Please. Help! Please. Help me. Oh, uh, we were talking in pregame about the very unfortunate update we got on Patrick Williams. Oh, yes. And now tonight we saw Dale and Terry go down. Let's add to it. Uh, you know, obviously we will ask Will uh, what the latest updates are from, from Billy Donovan about Dale and Terry, who left tonight's game uh, with some sort of leg injury and did not mm-hmm. return. Mm-hmm. That is uh, unfortunate. But speaking of the Bulls' rash of injuries, we can, before we hear from Will, at least touch on the youngin who is getting a real opportunity here because of these injuries, and that's Julian Phillips. Sure. Who played – uh, a spectacular first half. He did. And then I think kind of just faded. Definitely did not play as much in the second half. He sure. finished with 20 minutes. I feel like, you know, 12 or 13 or 14 of those were first half. Yeah. He, uh, he had nine points at halftime. He finished with nine points. Mm-hmm. So everything about Julian that I have been falling in love with, we saw more of in that first half. Mm-hmm. And then he kind of disappeared in the second half. But yeah. that first half... Again, and it's things that we, you know, we're, we're discussing that, that Billy praised him for in our show yesterday. Mm-hmm. Strong, decisive, you know, uh, decision-making, basketball IQ, mm-hmm. being in the right places, and confidently taking and knocking down some open threes. Yeah. That's what you need from him if he wants to get actual time on the floor. Yeah, and, and being solid defensively as well. Uh, like you mentioned, all that occurred in that first half uh, for him. I just saw a rookie out there. That's what I saw. I saw a good rookie basketball player out there. Mm -hmm. And by that, I mean he did some things right and he did some things wrong that you know he needs to work on. Um, Of course, what he did right, as Matt just mentioned, you know, the three-point shooting, the way he played offensively. We talked about in depth uh, last show to us about him knowing where to be on the floor. Uh, We saw all of those things still continue with, with Julian Phillips. The bad of it, the turnovers. He was one of the culprits of the turnovers as well. Uh, I, I don't remember how many he had, but I know one off the top of my head that's driving me crazy. He had two. Okay. I know one off the top of my head because I've seen everybody on the Bulls do it, get the ball when they're near that elbow and just either travel or step on the uh, out-of-bounds line. One or the other. They all have done it. Um, fouling the three-point shooter. You saw him do that as well. Mm-hmm. Um, that was just not a good play. Also himself had a four-point play. He did. <laughs> we definitely had one. Awesome. And he said, I'm going to break even tonight. <laughs> Let's go ahead and break even. But you saw him do that, uh, didn't didn't enjoy that. I saw him get beat a couple times in that second half as well, which is probably why Billy started sitting him down Yeah, and was like, I think uh, you need to come sit near me right now. But I'm not putting – it's a rookie. Yeah. It's hard for me to put all this on a uh, second-round rookie yeah. right about now who got who's getting in there because of injury. But 20 minutes, nine points, a rebound, few threes, solid. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Joey, I heard a jingle. Does that mean what I believe it means? It's time for it. Come on, Haircut Joe. Haircut Joe! That's where he's the GOAT! The GOAT! Joining us on that Go Talk Hotline live from the UC, it's our guy, Will the Goat Gottlieb. Follow him for all of his Bulls reporting and updates, Will underscore Gottlieb. AllCHGO.com is where you can find all of his writing. Will, uh, let's start with the most uh, pressing matter from tonight. Dalen Terry left a game in which he was given the Bulls some good minutes with what appeared to be some kind of leg injury, did not return. What updates uh, were you able to get from Billy Donovan after tonight's game? 
Uh, sprained ankle, uh, negative x-rays. Uh, don't know exactly what that means. I guess no broken bones. But, uh, yeah, I think he, he's okay. Like, obviously, it was a pretty scary fall. I think he was, like, pretty startled by it. He tried to get back up and go the other way. Couldn't collapse again um, on the ground and had a trainer come out, spent the whole time out kind of, like, talking to him and working with him while he was laying on the ground and then walked him out uh, off the court and into the tunnel to the locker room. So, uh, obviously, did not come back in. He was icing his foot uh, in a big bucket of ice water when we got in there but he was in good spirits um just chatted with him for a second he said he's doing all right and hopefully it won't be too long but i think he'll speak uh to the media at friday at the earliest so um my guess is he's probably not going to play tomorrow night uh just based on the way that that sounded obviously hasn't been ruled in or out yet but that would be my gut feeling and then hopefully you know next week or uh this weekend rather he'll be back so Hopefully not too big of a thing, but sprained ankle. And, yeah, I think it just looked kind of a lot worse than maybe it end up, ends up being. Well, the second-half woes for the Bulls are has, is definitely a, a thing. They play well in the first half. They look together as a unit. The shots are always hitting. The defense is solid. Uh, and something happens when they get to that third quarter where all of that goes out the window. And then in the fourth quarter – they go on a drought. That has happened several times this year. This is probably the longest one uh, this year, the seven-minute one they went on uh, in the fourth quarter. Field goal drought, I should say. They hit some free throws. Um, was Billy asked about this, about why this continues to happen to this team in, in the third quarter, in the second half? Like, Because we, we, we've had many – we've sat here and yelled about it, and I'm sure you'll see it. But we yelled about We don't understand why this continues to happen to this team in the second half, why everything just simply falls apart for them. Well, guess what, Dave? They, ne they never understood because um, I think the, the Bulls feel like they are doing the right things as far as like getting the right shots. A lot of it was, as you said, uh, just getting really stagnant because they were going to DeMar and DeMar was getting doubled. Uh, they would go to Vooch in the post and he would get doubled. And I think they just kind of had a hard time generating stuff out of that, um, take advantage, taking advantage of those uh, advantage plays. I mean, that's a, that's a three on four or four on five opportunity once the ball gets out of DeMar's hands, it's like, can you take advantage? I think they had a couple of good looks. Crusoe missed a corner three. Uh, they threw the ball like to Julian Phillips in the corner. He kind of fumbled it, and Grady Dick stole the ball and kicked it ahead to Gary Trent for three. So it was just like those kind of swing plays. Um, there, were, there were also, I think part of it is the fact that they stopped playing as good of defense, and they're taking the ball out of the basket every time. Now they can't run in transition, where Io and Dalen and Julian Phillips were killing the Raptors in the first half. So I think those two sides of the court are connected in that way. But ultimately, Vooch kind of said, you know, they just didn't come out with like the killer instinct in that third quarter that they needed to. And, you know, DeMar was saying too, like these these teams these days, like if you go down seven or 10 or 15 points, it's like nothing. And, you, and they can just like hit two threes and you're back in the game all of a sudden. And it's like on them to do a better job of putting teams away. So I think they they recognize it. Again, we heard the, we know we can do it. We just need to do it consistently line that we've heard after every single loss this year. Um, I think it's true, but the problem is, like, they aren't doing it consistently, and they've had multiple chances to try to correct that. And even in stretches where they are playing a lot better, they still have these same problems. So uh, I definitely think it's a problem, but I think it's not just, like, uh, Billy drew up the wrong stuff. I think it's, like, a combination of all these different factors, with it, which starts with, like, defense getting stops and generating transition opportunities, which starts with, you know, not turning the ball over. DeMar had five turnovers. Crusoe had three. Kobe had three. Um, they were just pretty sloppy with the ball and, and times when they really could not afford to be. And credit to the Raptors, their length always makes that really difficult on you. But you've played the Raptors now four times this year. You played them twice in preseason. 
played them in the play-in last year, played them four times last year. Like, you know what the Raptors are. You know what's coming. And, yeah, it was pretty disappointing that they could not figure that out when, you know, it seemed like they kind of had it sorted in the first half and then really just could not generate any offense in the second half. Um, but, yeah, I don't – I wouldn't say that it's just, like, you know, this team, like, can't compete against these guys because they have done it before. It's not that, like, Billy's run up their own stuff because they, you know, put – they put together stretches where they do really – uh, execute and take advantage of those situations but I think it was just like all of those things kind of falling apart at the same time and that's what made that's what that's what happens when you have a seven minute scoring drought it's kind of everything is going wrong well we got the uh unfortunate update on Patrick Williams before tonight's game uh that he's going to be out two weeks with that strange foot injury involving inflammation of bone marrow or whatever uh, and so you saw an already thin Bulls, you know, uh, front court and wing assortment on their roster take another hit. And, um, wh- like, what do you make of the fact that this is probably going to be what we're working with unless Tory Craig makes an earlier return than expecting? And maybe you can touch on anything you've heard about that recently since the Bulls got back to town. But, I mean, what... If if you're Billy Donovan, how do you deal with the fact that you got Vooch, Drummond, and a bunch of guards? And then even one of your more, you know, lengthy combo guard slash wings, Dalen Terry, now might also be on the shelf with an injury for a while. You got a bunch of guards and Drummond and Vooch. What are you going to do? You got to get creative. Uh, we've seen Crusoe play a lot of minutes at the four. For all intents and purposes, DeMar is a four, so you can play three, three guards next to him. Um, we saw at times Billy go to Andre Drummond and Vooch together, which I am not really a fan of, but it has been working this year. And I think if you use it in the right minutes, that can be something that works. Um, but then the Raptors go small and put Bruce Brown at the five and it stops working uh, because you get run off the court. So uh, yeah, I mean, that, that's the problem when you have a ton of injuries and it's not just uh, Tori and Patrick. It's, it's yeah, you mentioned Dalen, but also Zach's been out for a long time. Uh, Julian Phillips is like playing minutes, but he's again played like 120 minutes in his career. It's not like he's out here, you know, as a real tried and true professional veteran who's like able to come in and stem the tide. So I do think a lot of it is like now Javon Carter is back in the rotation. You can slide Io and Caruso in there together with Demar, and that makes a little bit of sense. Uh, but you just you have to be versatile. You have to be basketball players, and and luckily the Bulls do have a lot of guys that you know even if they are a little bit small they can defend multiple positions, they execute within the scheme. So I think it's just a lot of, um, you know, trial by fire and, and figuring out what lineups work with the remaining pieces. But yeah, I mean, this is, this is as injured as this team has been really since like Lonzo and Caruso went down together three years ago. And uh, yeah, they're going to just have to figure out ways to stem the tide. And against a Raptors team that's super long and big, as we mentioned, that's just a really tough thing to do. Uh, Will, uh, one player who, was a bright spot, I guess, for the Bulls outside of DeMar. Uh, Ayo Desumu, uh, we thought, played really, really well. Uh, can you talk about his, his game tonight? Because he, you know, he definitely was part of the guys who kind of, you know, uh, sputtered in the second half. I thought he was just absolutely awesome uh, in that first half for the team as far as scoring. Uh, four or five, he finished from the three-point line. But just talk about what uh, you saw from uh, Ayo tonight. Yeah, I thought he was great. I mean, he was one of the guys that was generating a ton of points out of transition. Um, in the first half alone, he had 13 of his 21 points on five, five of six shooting, um, and he made all three of his threes during that stretch. So, um, you know, I think Iowa's was like just gotten so much better. We've talked about at you know doing all the like role player three and D kind of stuff, but now he's starting to incorporate a little bit more. 
And I think he really benefits from when things are going well, they're getting steals, they're running in transition. Now his confidence is gaining a little bit and he's able to hit some shots. And when things slow down, now you're asking him to create something in the half court uh, or, you know, the floor is kind of cramped because DeMar's not got the ball in his hands and Vooch or Drummond are out there together maybe. And so it just it got a little funky out there in, in the second half. And, you know, he obviously, I think, was uh, second, second leading scorer of the team um, and, and I thought played really well, but was another kind of person that was struggling to score in the half court in that second half. And uh, I think, again, that's what we talked about last game is that he's going to now start to have to take that next step in his game, which is like stretching out the things that he can do a little bit more and doing a little bit more shot creation, especially with, you know, I think the real reason this team lost was that even if they got the ball out of DeMar's hands into somebody else's in that fourth quarter, nobody else was really able to create anything. And they were sloppy with the ball and they were missing shots and all of it, but they need shot creators. And Kobe did not play a great game tonight. Uh, not to say he was like terrible, but like he just did not have an explosive scoring night. And so who else is going to step up? And the answer tonight was like, no one. The unachievable, so close and yet so far, climb to 500 carries on, Will. It carries. One step forward, two steps back. Thank you for joining us, buddy. We appreciate it. We will see you tomorrow for the second night of the Bulls back-to-back. Bulls Nation, make sure you follow Will for all of his Bulls reporting and updates. Will underscore Gottlieb. AllCHGO.com is where you can find his writing covering this team we all love, including what dropped earlier today for only you diehards. Sign up now. Will breaking down what the news about the NBA salary cap for next season that broke today means for the Bulls and the Zach Levine situation they're currently in. Uh, great stuff from Will. Check out that article. If you're not a diehard, sign up and then go check out that article. Appreciate you, buddy. We'll see you tomorrow. Quaff! Take care, guys. Quaff looking good as always. Quaff did. Looking good! Quaff did. Uh, all right, let's uh, Superhero. take a quick second ad break. We'll come back, wrap up with That's some more of y'all's thoughts from tonight's game. Uh, I don't know. Maybe we should, you know, give give P. Will supporter the stand just so he can talk about how the Bulls will lose every game for the rest of time without Patrick Williams. <laughs> That'd be fun. Uh, hit that like button. <laughs> Make sure you subscribe to see Joe Sports here, YouTube supporter. channel. Uh, big day. What else we got? Ray. 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 Selling vans. Chevy. Oh, you want Ray Van? Ray got you. Selling vans down by the river? Hey, man, the Ray Price, <laughs> Price Promise. He get you down by the river in something really nice. You no, know Joey's buying a van. Oh, he can't wait. As <laughs> soon as he turns 21, first thing I'm doing is getting a van, Dad. Hand it to me. Our partner, Ray Chevrolet, is ringing in this new year, y'all, with the best offers all month long. All month. Make your way to Ray Chevrolet on Route 12 in Fox Lake to join in on the savings and to start your Ray resolution. As one of the top-selling Chevy dealers in the Midwest, you will always be able to shop one of Chicagoland's largest inventories. But right now, they're trying to make room for the inbound 2024 models. So guess what? All that current inventory, it got to get out of here. And Ray is like, if it got to go, how about we go with a smile and saving you some money? So you can find the perfect tailgate vehicle at Ray Chevrolet because they have over 100 new Silverados available with prices starting at $19,495. Or take up to $10,000. What? Off a new 2023 Silverado. Mm. That's pretty damn good. And to top it all off, they're pricing over 125 vehicles under $20,000. 
I mean, let's be for real right now. Can pricing get more affordable? I don't think it can. I don't think it can, man. But I tell you what he will do. He'll give you something extra because that's how Ray rolls. Mm. How about a free oil change? Would you like it? Yes, you would. Hell yeah. Uh Uh-huh. Get you a free oil change. All you got to do is mention CHGO when scheduling your oil change at Ray Chevrolet in Fox Lake. And so just start your new year off right. Visit Ray Chevrolet in Fox Lake or RayChevrolet.com to start your Ray resolution. They've been serving the community. Since 1963. Find the roads and let those roads read you to Ray. Wow. Uh, tonight's post game also brought to you by our friends at Empire Today. Woo. No good in the night because the Bulls couldn't get it done against this joke of Raptors team. But that doesn't mean we can't give our friends at Empire Today some love either way and tell you how you can save great money on great flooring. With Empire Today, you get shop at home convenience, the right product for your needs, quick and professional installation, and a low price guarantee. Mm. Empire Today is the best place to get new flooring. We all know this. It's been a known fact for a while. Yes. So, of course, they have copycats amongst their competitors or wannabe competitors, but we know that they can't beat Empire on quality. They can't beat them on service or speed. So, all those competitors do is advertise basement pricing for crap flooring. That's the only way they can try to, quote, unquote, beat Empire yeah. with their offers and the way they conduct their business. Honestly, they offer flooring that Empire doesn't even carry in their catalog of offers to their clientele because it's crap flooring crap. that the people who work at Empire wouldn't put in their homes. They're not going to ask you to put it in yours. Nope. What they leave out of their selection to Empire, just as important as what they put into it. They also have their wonderful feature called the Virtual Floor Designer. Tell me about A simple it. and easy way to see how different flooring options look in any space in your home just snap a picture swipe through swipe left swipe right grinder bumble what you know what whichever hinge whatever it's just swiping but it's just flooring options pick the one you like and see how it looks with the decor in your house with the lighting in different rooms in your house a wonderful way to make shopping for flooring in your home very easy Empire also services their own warranties. If an issue does arise, just call Empire. They service all their warranties themselves. Mm. No tracking down contact info of third parties, of manufacturers. No, Empire will come take care of it. Schedule a free and home estimate today. All listeners can receive a $350 discount. Mm. You heard me. $350. When they use that promo code CHGO. Restrictions apply. See EmpireToday.com slash CHGO for details. Mm-hmm. 588-2300. Joe! Empire! Today. Today. Started slow. Finished strong. <laughs> that's that's Where, important. Where's T Pain when you need him? <laughs> <laughs> auto tune, Joey Auto Tune, Joey Auto Tune. Um, Actually, I would like to hear Joey in Auto Tune. That would be hilarious. That would be great. <laughs> That'd be cool. I would. I mean, th- those little Auto Tune bikes are are fun. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty cool. Every- Joey, get some Auto Tune. <laughs> Done. Okay, that's right. We can, we, can, twice? we can keep it next to our uh, our neuralizer. Oh man, they're, they give they're us, like basically the same size, right? They can't give little us auto tune, Mike. Little neuralizer. Come on, man. We six years up. They can't give us auto tune. Oh my okay. god! If someone was, gave us an auto tune, <laughs> Mike, in this office, oh my god, it would it would it would go. My play. god! Actually, even though I would love to hear a Matt Peck granted auto tune, that would be a. <laughs> what what song would you want me to hear sing into an auto tune mic? Oh man, well obviously something from School of Rock. Oh yeah. Uh, 
Actually, um, here's the thing though. I don't need an auto tune mic to sing anything from School of Rock. That's true. That's fair. Because point. I can sing every note of every track you in could. that movie. You could. Perfect. I, I would like to hear Immigrant Song though. Mm. I like. I like you to hear you hit that. You know, or Inner Sandman. I mean, with, let's keep it in with your the wheelhouse. Jack Black Devil Eyes. Yeah. <laughs> 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 We coming from the land of okay. the X and Snow. Also, <laughs> I, I heard you toss it out there. You, hammer you, you of are, the gods. Hammer of Sorry. the gods. All right, go ahead. Loki. Enter Sandman, overplayed, overrated. Enter Sandman? Yeah. Overplayed, overrated? I mean, I'll take your opinion. I mean, that's your crew, so it, yeah. It's, it's, it's the 90s radio hit okay. for a metal band All right. that has so much better than that. Okay. Yeah, I'm not gonna. Hey, I'm not gonna argue on this. That's your crew, man. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not gonna argue on that. Did, did I tell you I, I got myself a ticket? You did. You did tell me this. Metallica soldier, feel this summer, baby. Uh, it's two shows. Let's go it? and pretend. Uh, three. Actually. Three shows. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Okay. Me and my bro got tickets to the Friday show. What song uh, are you li- looking forward to hearing be performed? I would love it if they played puppets in full from start to finish. Why wouldn't they? I, well, they don't always play Master of Puppets start to finish when they're doing a set. Is there a reason? It's a long fucking song, and it's hard to play live, and they're all a thousand years old. Well, that last part is what it is. Okay, <laughs> let's get to the last part first. Because yeah. <laughs> when I see some of my favorite bands who are like 70 years old, yeah. I understand why they skip a verse. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I get it. All right. They're yeah. getting older, can't hit certain things anymore. Yeah, right. it's also why a lot of their songs back in the day didn't get a lot of radio play. True. radio True. stations were like, this song is uh, nine and a half minutes long. We, right, uh, right. Like, can't, this can't will never it. work. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, that'll be cool though. I hope, I hope they get I'm, to ride. You're out. welcome to to grab a ticket and come hang out with us. It's still available. Yeah, really? I'm, we, me and my bro. Well, bought, I have a thing. Me and my bro bought them resale, and okay. I didn't. I mean, Game Time we all know is a wonderful app Ooh. to score last minute tickets. Sure, we didn't want to run the risk route of last minute tickets. We wanted to make sure we knew. Okay, we had our, and so we went the resale route. Okay, and so, uh, so Matt, when it comes to concerts, it's just like flights with me. Yeah, yeah. I, I got to have. I got to be right. <laughs> I got to have a seat. And Metallica I mean, I, ain't cheap. I've flown with you a few yeah. times. <laughs> I can vouch for that, y'all. It's got to be right. This man is particular. <laughs> yes, it is about man. his flying accoutrements and arrangements. Yes, yes. So if I'm gonna be around, be around twenty thousand. I'm gonna need. I'm gonna need me a nice seat. You know what I mean? So where are you all on the field? Where y'all gonna be? Oh no, we're old. Okay, good G- enough. G A. With the young rowdy people, yeah, no, just I, I mean, like I've already done that. Yeah, like, we all have. Yeah. When Metallica came back in the early 2000s uh-huh. after uh, James got out of rehab, and they did back-to-back summer tours, 2003, 2004. Okay, I went with my rambunctious Yahoo teenage friends and went and were like sprinting to be the first ones up against the barricade yes, in GA yes, in the mosh pit. Mm-hmm. I did that. Okay, I'm old. Yeah, my brother and I got like actual seat seats. Uh, but we we're, we got like 100 level, just like a few rows up, like okay. right around the 50 yard line. Now so we're gonna get a great view. Okay, and I might be in on this. If we get tired from all the headbanging, mm-hmm. we can you know take a load off. I'm, I might be down for this. I, I enjoy having myself a seat, and I love going to concert. I've always honestly wanted to see Metallica in concert. So yeah, okay, it's an experience, man. I'm 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 not. Again. When is it? What day is this? Uh, somewhere August. It's in August somewhere. August okay. 9th, I want to say. We'll work something weekend. out, man. Because if I can get a ticket and roll with you, I will definitely do it. Yes! I will definitely do it. Y'all, do not let this man forget this. He agreed, <laughs> he agreed to come to the Metallica show with me this week, I agree. this summer. I agree to go. 
Yes, a com- no, no, no. I'm not comfort plus, brother. I'm first class. <laughs> I'm not first comfort class. plus. It's first class, dog. Or, or Mattel, you. <laughs> it's first class. Oh my God, Jelly said I had someone pee on me in the last mosh pit I was in. <laughs> I'm too old for that, yo. No judgment. Oh man! If you get peed on in a mosh pit, guess what? That's the last mosh pit you ever go in. Oh, I don't care what age you are for the rest of life. That's it. Yeah, my nephew's at that age where he wants to go to concert and be in the mosh pit. Yeah. And things like that. And he told me, he said, yeah, I want to do this stuff now before, you know, I get older. Yeah. And stuff like that. And I was like, well, if you get older, you could still do it, you know, if you want to. But I get your point because I'm not doing it. <laughs> I didn't want to do it then, but I did because you have to. If you go to concerts, you got to yeah. hop in the mosh pit. You got have to. Have a good time, man. So Shout out to Jerry? our guy. I see our guy, well, Kevin, shirtless wonder in the comments. He's also agreeing. He says he, he needs a seat. Need a seat, bro. Yes. I- I promise you, get, you. You get to a certain age where you're like, GA? Yeah. Not fucking with that. Because I promise you, even when I was in GA, I wanted a seat. Yes. Day, I was like, I don't want to be right here. You know I want to be fun? Up here. standing before the opening band even comes on <laughs> through an opening band, yeah. and then the band you're there to see. Yeah. Your legs are on fire. Dude, man, you know what's worse? Like, everybody who comes in and then it corrals around you, oh, yeah. it gets tight. Now, Luckily, I've never really had to deal with that because people see me and don't want to be around me. Like, they give me my space. And I appreciate that. But it's better when I can sit in the seat and look down on people who are sitting there, not figuring, not like that, but just looking down and be like, wow, that is a lot, a whole sea of humanity that I am happy I am not in right now. Yeah. And just, and I can leave when I want to. That's the best part. I can leave a little Dude. five minutes early and avoid oh, everything. Just get up out of there, man. Um, my friends and I went and caught uh, Umphreys McGee playing at the Riv on New Year's Eve. Okay. Just this past New Year's Eve. And you know, we're all we're like, yeah, let's get assigned seats. We're not going to GA. Yeah. And some portion of our group, like in between their second set and then coming back on for, you know, like a two or three song encore, yeah. which was well past midnight. Some of us are like, eh, let's dip out before the encore. <laughs> yes. We're like catch an Uber before the craziness sets in because yeah, the Riv doesn't have like an Uber system. They do not. It's just chaos. It's chaos. We're though. like, oh, yeah, we can make a nice, calm, easy exit from our seats yeah. to the exit. It's my favorite part, dog. Always in the middle of the last song. I'm Dude. like, all right, I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I, I read your set list. Peace. I read the set list. I see what you're going to do. All right. Yep. I'm cool. Let's yeah. ride. Y'all, you y'all enjoy pick? that encore. You a mosh pit guy, Joey? Um, myself, no, I don't love moshpits. I have been actually though, like in some really wild ones. I okay. saw Travis Scott twice, and oh, that's both, a those concerts that's both times were, and it was they were both at like music festivals, uh-huh. and right when he was coming out with Astro World, and yeah. it got incredibly rowdy. Like he was up there directing traffic, pointing out like, hey, "No, you move back, open up, open up wider," right. and I was like. He, these guys are really like correlating this and it was people running in from a great distance and I'm, I'm a small guy. Yeah. Freaked me out and a couple of years later there was like big problems yes. with Travis Scott Mosh Pits. But yeah. so, I mean, I felt a little bit like, you know, I wasn't wrong to be a little bit worried about that. You're absolutely right. Get a seat, guys. Uh, yeah. Get a that, seat. That's, you know, I, I feel bad for people at concerts in the GA pit area, even if it's not like a metal show. Yeah. Like Mosh yeah. Pit. If, if you're let's say vertically challenged like, like how can you jokes. even enjoy that that's true some we you and i probably never have to worry we about never it. have to worry about but that yeah we got to worry about economy plus with i, I was leg. at a travis scott concert at gov ball in new york and the mosh pit got i was with a bunch of friends the mosh pit got so crazy like two songs in we were all split up for the entire show okay we were li- literally like 
forcibly removed from one another and they not could not find each other for the entirety of the show just because the the whole thing was a massive like bodies flying. Yeah. It was it was crazy experience it's everywhere, wow. man. I like people chiming in with theirs. I like it. AK just said four horsemen ride. Then I was on the floor eating dirt. (laughs) Oh, man. Speaking of my favorite Metallica songs to hear live. I like like Justin's Justin. Yeah. 45 years young, nine inch nails, middle of the mosh in Philly. Good times. Right on, man. Man. Right on. Is that more or less violent than attending a Philly sporting event? Ooh, that is an excellent question. Probably on par. Shout out PHLY. Hey. (laughs) Shout out, man. Uh, Jeff says, if you're in your 30s, grab a seat and you'll enjoy a concert much more. I promise you, if you're in your some 20s. Some things you learn the easy way, some things you yeah, learn the hard way. If you're in your 20s and you grab a seat, grab a seat. Uh, I pr- grabbing a seat at a concert is always a good idea. I don't care how old you are. Though. It mm-hmm. is always a good idea because mm-hmm. it's options. Yeah. Like, man, oh, I want to go up and be down in front and get down. Great. Okay, I don't want to do that no more. I'll go back to my seat, have a seat. Yeah, you, you options know, are good. You know me, Dave. You know what I'm never a fan of? Standing. It's true. Exhausting. <laughs> he does not like. How do you think we do this? Yeah. Chairs. He's not a fan. Comfy ones. Comfy ones. Uh, this, this all right, Joe. Contract. Joe, let's knock out some super chats and get out of here, <laughs> shall we? Here we go. We got Thank a couple. Thank you all for indulging our tangent about Yay. attending concerts. Yes. This game was shit anyway. Yes, it was. <laughs> the TWW podcast. This T-W-W. team needs to start winning easy games if they want to be a playoff team. Mm-hmm. And this playing horrific in the third quarter strategy isn't working. It Good is observation, not. observation, sir. It's However, a, the it's Bulls, a bold strategy. Bold the, strategy. Kind but. <laughs> Tonight, the Bulls doubled down and said, what if we continued playing shittily in the fourth as well? Shittily Italy. <laughs> Why do we, guys, we could do it in two quarters. Yeah. Yeah. That again. Uh, appreciate the super chat, TWW. Uh, AK said the turnovers, sloppy plays, not taking advantage of mismatches. IO4 and Debo 5 turnovers. Went up and then just lollygagged it. Hmm. Gave up 16 to Thad Young. Vooch was awful. Kobe looks worn out. Billy Subs, questionable. I feel like you and I touched on and agreed all with it. all of those critiques. <laughs> Everything Turnovers, gross. Billy Subs, gross. Kobe yep. looks tired, gross. Yep. Vooch, super gross. Super gross. Uh, yeah. All of it, AK. We win it, bro. Also, shout out for the underused and underappreciated term, lollygagging. Yes, yes. Lollygagging around. I've, I've always enjoyed that one. That is a good one. That is a good one. What you got? More AK? Tonight... Vooch needed to step up offensively. He did not. <laughs> yeah, we'll he did that ha- for he, you. <laughs> he, did ha- he did have to. He did not do he it. He did not. He did and not. I would argue that that... Uh, 14 points against that front court? Against that. Get out of here, I think Vooch. you could maybe change oh, the first God. word of that super chat yeah. to, like, the past three seasons. Yeah. I honestly, from Jay Bliggity123, I honestly feel like we'll never hit 500. Cause You're right. Wow. They won't. It's the unattainable ridiculously low bar goal do something about it too much sauce niners or chiefs in the super bowl purdy Ooh. versus taylor swift oh i'm not betting against patrick mahomes bro just he's earned As, that. It, it's crazy that we've gotten to this point because the chiefs looked like such yeah. a flawed offense yeah all season yeah Patrick Mahomes has no weapons. Yeah. Patrick Mahomes has no line. Mm-hmm. Even when Mahomes does get the ball out of his hands, his receivers are dropping it left and right. Mm-hmm. They just look mid as hell. And then here they are in the Super Bowl again. <laughs> Super Bowl. And now that they are here in the Super Bowl, I'm with you. Yeah. I'm not I'm not taking 
Purdy over Mahomes. I do tend to agree with the those pushing back and saying the, the Brock Purdy hate and the Brock Purdy disrespect is mm-hmm. a little too far. Mm-hmm. I think, but also no like, middle ground either way. Guess what? Like McCaffrey's an MVP. Yeah, Mahomes is an MVP. Yeah, Brock Purdy ain't MVP. But that's my point. Give me the team with the MVP quarterback on it. There's no balance either way. It's yeah. either over loved or over hated. I, I need the balance. Right. The only three quarterbacks I can tell you that in my life who I've said I've never betting against. And that's Montana, that's Brady, and that's Mahomes. Those three. That's it. Like, I'm not betting against any one of them dudes. And Mahomes really proved it this year, dude. Like, I'm not doing it. I, I refuse. I refuse to bet against Patrick Mahomes. Uh, not doing it. Could uh, could have more Super Bowls through he could. six NFL seasons than he uh, could. your goat. Hey, it was Montana at first. Mm-hmm. And when, when Brady went to five, I was like, Tom got it. And so if he comes and, and he gets that seven, right. if he gets seven, mm-hmm. he's he's the goat. Uh, you know, honestly, and like I don't have a big rooting interest on it either side. Uh, I I want a exciting and preferably high scoring, yes. entertaining game. Which is why secretly I wanted the 49ers to be there, and not the Lions, because I thought the I Lions mean, were going to get stomped. Lions can put up points though. They man. can put. A, they, they did a great job. And like honestly, like if the Lions don't have a, their own drop problems, like the Chiefs have had all season yeah. in that second half on Sunday, or kick some field goals. Yeah. <laughs> just tie the game, just one. I mean, catch, you, you, you saw you. Yeah, that's what we just said. Yeah. You saw said. you yeah. saw Michael Bagley's uh, like uh, conversion percentage on field goals beyond forty yards this season, right? Oh yeah, because it wasn't good. Oh, it's not great. It's not great. But it's an NFC Championship Whatever, game. Dude, you gotta you gotta. I would trade Dan Campbell for Matt Eberflus in a heartbeat. Oh, without a doubt, half a heartbeat. He's a bear coach. Eberflus, get out of here, man. It's a bear coach. Get out of I here. promise you. I, don't want I hate being a Bears fan. Pack, you love kneecaps like that. That's, you that's, like biting kneecaps. That's meat, technically. Yeah, that's me headed. If there's any, you know, if there's any cut of the cow, that's like the kneecap. You know, maybe. You ever <laughs> eaten pig knuckles? I have not. It's good you, stuff. Okay. Write that one down for <laughs> AK. The short-sightedness of the Bulls organization to prioritize revenue of one play-in game. To the detriment of the development of the youth. And this is this is poetry. Mm. Youth development this year will make the team better next year when the Bulls can add pieces. Mm. Hashtag floor is ceiling. And here's the kicker. They're probably not even getting a home playing game. They're in ninth now. They're going to stay in ninth. You think they're not moving past ninth? Are you putting a bet on that today? Sure. All right. What do you want to bet? I don't know. <laughs> I won't even talk about with me. I'm just talking about in general. If you could put money on it, would you put a bet on that? The, this team's finishing ninth. All right. Matt's got him at nine. Box it in, lock it down. Write it down. Write it down. In pin. Mark the time, Joe. Uh, floor <laughs> is the ceiling. That's right, AK. Yeah. Uh, yeah. No, we're all stuck in purgatory, which is basically hell. Um, I'm good. But we all, <laughs> we all get to hang out here in purgatory slash hell together, which yeah. is fun. And we, we truly appreciate that part of this job uh, because it's way easier to do this when you hate your life as much as I do as a Bulls fan right now, <laughs> when you have other people to talk to, uh, you know, with. Don't hate your life, kids. No. No, that, that's life. just a me problem. Um, but for real, we all appreciate you. Thank you, everybody, who uh, jumped on board and got yourself a ticket to our takeover a week from tonight. Ooh. It is sold out. Sold out. Uh, we learned that as we were doing pregame tonight. So yes. thank you, everybody, thank who grabbed y'all. tickets. We will see y'all. Um, if you're bummed and thinking, oh, I was going to grab a ticket, I was just waiting, and now it's too late, we are out of tickets in our you know pre-bought like, group package. But if you want to come and grab a ticket in Section 105, which is where we're all going to be hanging out, 
Check out Game Time. Yeah. See what tickets are available in Section 105. Join the party. Don't forget that promo code CHGO. And also, if you couldn't make, can't make it to that, we will be having watch parties soon, guys. So plenty come more, to that. Come hang out. Plenty, plenty more. more hangout opportunities. Let's go. Uh, Grab a shirt. Shout out, Jelly. Shout out, everybody I was chatting with in the uh, uh, diehard uh, Bulls Discord tonight. I'll be back around there frequently. Hang I know the people in the Discord want Dave. They do. They do. They want to hang out. They want to hang out. They don't Dave. want Joey? That's oh, okay. they want Joey. Okay. Of course oh. they do. I mean, I don't know if they're as gung-ho about it as the Joeys and the YouTubes, <laughs> but they want them. Uh, everybody, uh, follow Will, Will underscore Godly. Follow our guy, Mark AMK Hoops. Big Day's Bow. Be in the <laughs> Sports. Bulls underscore pack. Our pound producer, Joey Spathis. He is at Joey Spathis. Yes. We're CHO underscore Bulls. We love and appreciate your Bulls nation. Uh, we will talk to you tomorrow night, second night of back-to-back, pregame at 5.30 yes. for a 6 p.m. Central tip, Six Bulls Hornets. Tip. Love those 6 p.m. tips. Yeah, yeah. But not as much as we love y'all. Thanks. t be good. Peace. <laughs> Y'all silly like-